Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. David Fraser is a partner at McKinnis Cooper in Halifax. He's an internet law and privacy law specialist, one of the best in the world. He's also the author of the Canadian Privacy Law Blog, and we talk to David quite regularly when it comes to issues like, well, what happened in the United States with the colonial pipeline and what uh, threats that may direct our way as far as ransomware and hacking is concerned. David, thank you. And uh, it's, it's Privacy Lawyer, at Privacy Lawyer on Twitter. David, thank you for coming on the show. This ransomware issue is growing, and I was reading a story uh, in the Washington Post where the former head of cybersecurity and infrastructure security at the Department of Homeland Security, was testifying before Congress about a week and a half ago about the threat of a pandemic of a different variety, i.e. ransomware, and two days later, Colonial got hit. Uh, How much trouble is this? How much trouble are we in as far as this ransomware is concerned? It's a a significant issue, and and it's it's a growing one. It's not a new issue. Uh, in the cybersecurity business and, and uh, privacy business, we've seen forms of it for quite some time. Um, and we've also seen it evolved. And uh, it's become more common uh, ultimately because it has gotten easier. <laughs> One would think that the fact that um, you have all these companies with IT professionals and security systems would mean that they would be patched and they would be more secure but the reality is that they've gotten more complex, and so there are more vulnerabilities. And it really has become a business. So that there are companies, uh, the companies, businesses, I guess, they're probably not incorporated, uh, that create ransomware that people can just buy. And so there's like a, a grocery store of ransomware that groups can deploy that will cause mischief, and, and they, they can rake in the money. And ultimately, kind of at its core, what it's about is it's, it's software, malware of a sort, uh, that will lock down your computer and your computer networks and everything that are conne- everything that's connected to them, uh, and will encrypt it and demand the payment of a ransom. Mm-hmm. And the uh, folks behind it get to choose kind of what ransom they're going to, going to demand, and it's usually paid with Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's super lucrative because uh, in, in a whole lot of cases, the companies that are attacked have insurance, uh, and the insurance will pay for it, will pay the ransom, um, because anybody knows in a complicated business, if your IT systems are, are knocked out, you're essentially out of business for, for that time being. Right. So this in, in the colonial situation, there was a group, of, an Eastern European-based criminal organization on this dark side. And I'm just wondering whether these organizations work solo or do they work in some sort of loose cooperation or maybe tighter cooperation with, uh, with governments that might not be friendly to, to us? Well, they, they may do. And you'd really need to look at exactly what it, is that they're, what it is that they're doing. If it's just for ransom, if they're just looking to extort money, it does not seem likely that 
a state actor would be behind that. <clears throat> Governments <laughs> have other ways of, of extracting money out of out of people and organizations. But we've also seen it evolve where once they're in your system, in order to lock it down, they're also kind of taking information out. Mm-hmm. And so they're exfiltrating data. And so we've certainly seen a number of attacks that have been associated with state-sponsored groups or states themselves that have gotten into systems where clearly the intention was to, to get information. And that could be corporate espionage or it could be a huge amount of, of uh, kind of personal information or kind of a sensitive hybrid of the, of the two. And so in a lot of cases where we're seeing uh, malware and, and we're seeing kind of ransomware sorts of attacks, uh, that's also accompanied by uh, a threat of disclosing uh, company-sensitive personal information or corporate information on the Internet uh, because at the same time, and it's a bit of a, <laughs> I guess, the, uh, the, the, the Cold War escalation, where companies increasingly concerned about ransomware have, ha- have developed better backup systems mm-hmm. so that they can get themselves back up and running so they don't have to pay the ransom. Now the bad guys will lock down the systems and say, oh, by the way, we have your data, and we're going to put that on the dark web unless you pay us the, uh, pay us the ransom. And I, I'm not sure there's really a solution to this, because for, for some of my clients that I've seen, paying the ransom is the rational thing to do, but I don't think anybody ever really likes kind of sending money or, or anything. Well, I was going to ask you, because Colonial paid, right? Colonial paid, is, is that setting a poor example? I don't know that they had any other option. I would have thought that maybe there would be, you know, IT geniuses that could have gotten them out of that situation. But, you know, I mean, I'm a guy who presses F10 and wishes for the best. So, <laughs> Well, and I think that's, that's part of it, is that a lot of businesses have uh, started to adjust their IT systems in light of this particular threat. And so have built in resiliency so that they can recover quickly. Probably more important is to prevent it from happening in the first place. Right. Right. Uh, but to get back up and running. But in a lot of cases, the only the only sensible thing to do uh, is to pay the ransom and get your systems back up, particularly if they're mission critical. And so some of these, many of these attacks have gone after municipalities. The city of St. John in New Brunswick recently was the, the victim of a significant attack. Uh, but they've also gone after hospitals because hospitals, kind of the immediate thing to do is we need to get back up and running. Lives are on the line yeah. and we'll pay any amount rather than kind of hoping we can blow the dust off our, our backup recovery system uh, and somehow kind of hobble back up to the no, they can't functionality. Do that. They can't do that. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.